your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Sola. I'm in the studio with me is the Lacrosse County Administrator Jane Clay Camp. Hi, Jane. Hello. And we are going to talk about county stuff and maybe some county slash city stuff and um, elections. Well, with county stuff, we have some stuff that I have no idea about. AA1 bond ratings. Mm. Sounds like put everyone to sleep with that. We could talk about salt. Um, we can always talk about fixing the roads. I don't know. I did, you know, like this is a reoccurring theme, fixing the roads. Um, I'm going to try to avoid that one because I feel like uh, we hit it the last two months pretty well. Nothing new. Um, DEI, is that a thing? I, I didn't. Still a thing. Is yeah. that a thing that, yeah. uh, is there an update to be had there? There isn't really an update. She, uh, our person, our expert consultant. who's working. Yes, our consultant. Thank you for that word. She is working on some final uh, reports, so we should hear something okay. shortly. So we can get to that maybe next month. Maybe next right. month that might be um, a thing that we haven't talked about, and maybe you have an update on this, or maybe I could bring the sheriff in to talk to him. I, I always said, "Hey, sheriff, we should have you on," and then I he gets elected. I never have him on. Um, two new deputies. You approve that, and we'll see. We could just talk. Did we did we get two new deputies in the sheriff's office? Um, the biggest topic, though, I think will be the Civilian Review Board, which sure. which is a t- terrible name for uh, – it's maybe it's not a terrible name, but it's it's essentially a law enforcement review board, right? I, I, I think it's more about how can citizens come in and talk about what's happened to them. Yeah. I think it's more about that, so whatever that name should be. Um, but, yeah, it's a way for citizens to come in and talk about their experience with law enforcement. Is the official name Civilian Review Board? It is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because we're not reviewing the citizens. Nope. Right? We're reviewing yep. the law enforcement. Yep. Um, and I know, I, I guess uh, this morning they talked about it. I think they've talked about it quite a bit in the morning. Um, I think Mitch came on and, and talked about it in uh, in a way. But I, I kind of want to have you explain it a little bit. And, um, you know, just, well, I guess we'll just have a conversation. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have some questions. Maybe 608-785-7914. People have questions uh, about it. Um, elections are coming up. What do you get to do and not do when it comes to elections? Obviously, uh, there's 30, 30, right? It's not yes. 31 or 20, 30 lacrosse County board seats, every election. Yes. They're all up for election. Correct. So every two years and off the top of my head, it's 20 of them. Yes. Are contested. Um, is that how it works? Well, we know th- Sure. Usually that would be they're contested, but five people are not running. So we know no matter what, we're going to get five new county board supervisors. Okay. Um, and then there are another 15, I guess, that would be contested. So, yeah, it's there's a possibility of a very high turnover for the board. Okay. What I do is I work for a board of 30 county board supervisors. They basically decide what my job is. What I don't do is decide who gets elected. So are I you work the, for – Are you the Roger Goodell of Lacrosse County? Like are you the, <laughs> the NFL commissioner? The, they sure. always say, like, Roger Goodell is there to make – and this isn't what government is. It's bad. Like make the NFL money and to keep those 30 people happy. But that's not what a county administrator, you're not there to keep the county board happy. Are you? I, or are you? Well, so that's a, that's a, as what always, is your job, Jane? <laughs> that's a, that's a complicated question. So in some ways, yes, that is my job is to make the county board happy, but it's not, it's the county board. It's not 
each individual county board supervisor. It's mm-hmm. the board as a whole. So yeah, that is my job is to make that board happy and to do what they tell me to do. And I always say I will do whatever they ask me to do as long as it's not immoral, illegal, or those are the two big ones, immoral, illegal, or unethical would be mm-hmm. the third one. So yeah, whatever the board decides. So 16 people, whatever they decide yeah. is what I do. But individual people, I don't work for individuals. I work for the board. Is there ever a, a thing that the county board does where it needs more than majority, like a two-thirds? Sure. W- yeah. When does that happen? Um, so there are times when if there is money that is going to be spent outside of the budget cycle that they have to go into reserves for, that would be something. Did we just do that with roads? Can we talk about that? Five million for roads? Nope, that was in the budget cycle. Okay. They added that in during the budget cycle, so they just needed to. But there was a that. conversation before that to do it before the budget cycle, yes, was there not? There was, and they they decided not to do that. But that okay. would have needed a two thirds or a three quarter vote. I mean, some things need a three quarter vote, but I think uh, I think budget would need a two thirds. So yeah, there are things like that. That what would need, need a three? Is it money? Like the amount of money that would be outside the budget cycle determines. How much the vote you need? I I'm- should know this, Rick. So you're challenging me <laughs> off the top of my head. So it might be if we were going to incur debt, that might need three quarters. Okay. So there are some things, and it usually has to do with spending money, that well, would need more than a half. Okay. Well, I knew nothing, so now yeah. we know a little bit more of something. <laughs> and if people have more questions, they could just email you, and you go, hey, did you figure that out? Because I'm kind of interested That's to know. Right. And then you'd be like, oh, good reminder, because I totally forgot we had that conversation. And I actually think I should know that off the top of my head. <laughs> and we can look it up. I can always look it up. <laughs> right, you could. You're going to have a couple of minutes here. We can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? If Eric was listening, he'd be like, All right, you know, that Eric show off. He would yep. already Our know finance this. director, Eric. Yep, either one. <laughs> 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Jay Klinkham is going to hang out this hour. We're going to talk about, oh, the other thing, too, is Monica Cruz, the La Crosse County Board Chair, and Mitch Reynolds, the mayor of La Crosse, the city of La Crosse. Uh, they kind of put out a public statement on the Pathways Home Project, so... I know we talked quite a bit about the the homeless, um, you know, plan. I guess if you want to call it that, uh, last month when you came on. But I guess we could we could rehash that sure. too a little bit. No but harm. We got to take a break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk text line. Jay Clay Camp is the Lacrosse County Administrator. She's the czar of the Lacrosse County Board. No, I'm just kidding. Or the Lacrosse County the Board is the czar of her. We were trying to figure out which way was which. Uh, sometimes one way or the other. Do you ever have to impose some influence on the county board? Hey, this is a thing we should take up, or is, do you are you hands off until they come to you with something? I would say it's a bit of both, that there are times that things either, um, you know, bubble up from departments or we talk about and talk to the county board chair or someone else on the board. And so it could be, it's many ways that that happens. What about like a piece of legislation and you feel a way about it? Do you, hey, this is how I feel about it? it, it like during a meeting? If I'm asked. Could, I guess, could you go to, as you could go as a member of the public too. I, I could, I could, that would be weird. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> usually any influence I have over that kind of stuff is going to happen before a committee meeting. And then it's only going to be if they ask me a question during the committee meeting, would I chime in on that? Okay. Um, is there any important things, you know, that went through last month? Well, it wasn't even this month. It was a couple of, well, it was the last week uh, that went through the county board last week or that you foresee coming next month that is just worth, I know I'm quizzing you now again. Yep. I so, do this. We I, I say, hey, these are a couple of things mm-hmm, I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You And then you send me a couple of things we mm-hmm. want to talk about. And then I just go off the way. <laughs> yep. It's always helpful. So, I mean, last month you already referred to it is a civilian review board. That is something that happened yep. in, in the February meeting. And then in the March meeting, they uh, the consultants for the 
strategic plan that the county board is going to be doing. Um, they're going to present to the county board in March, and that will help them understand uh, what is involved in developing the strategic plan, what's their role, how will it be done. So that will also be a big thing for them because a strategic plan – in theory, helps decide where the money goes. So the money that comes into the county, whether however that comes in, uh, a strategic plan should help me understand where the county board is interested in spending that money. I see this with the school board. They have a facilities plan, like it's, you know, years into the future. The city city of La Crosse has, I think it's a Mm 40-year plan. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they have to add another decade sure. to it because they, eventually they catch up to the year it's going to be 24. Yep. I think it's a 2040 plan. Yep. Um, and then the county board have something like that because what you're talking about is, first of all, you have a the, you want the county board to come up with a strategic plan or you want county board members to have their own like, and then does the county itself have a, a like a future yep. plan? You know, are there two plans going? I would say that there's probably multiple plans. So the capital improvement plan is what we call it has uh, everything on it that you know that will need some help in the future or need some money in the future to fix, whether it's roads or buildings or parking lots or whatever it is, mm-hmm. there's a capital improvement plan. So that goes out a few years. Um, and then a strategic plan is more about prioritization of uh, where does the board want their energy to go, whether where the board wants staff energy to go. So for example, let's just say I thought it would be super important that we – build a splash pad in the middle of nowhere in an unincorporated area. And I said that this is what I think you should do. The board would of course reject that, but they would, they would just say, no, that's not where we want the the energy to go to. So a strategic plan will actually help them identify what their priorities are as a group. Would that just go to the bottom of the strategic, or are we erasing that I, one? I think it would just get erased. I can't yeah. say the word strategic. It's, it's a, a hard word. word to say. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Um, all right. So next, so you and you hired a consultant. Yes. So how how is this consultant interacting with uh, what the county board or the county, or does he just drive around and go, man, the roads, man, this has got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So the company that was hired is Stratalis is the name of the company. And there are two consultants that we're working with. Uh, there, Shannon is a name and Sandra is the other person's name. I cannot think of their last name right now. And what they've been doing first is they're talking with uh, the county board chair, the associate county administrator, the marketing and strategic analysts, and myself, along with um one of the associ- or the administrative professionals to just do logistics. So what are the logistics of developing a strategic plan? Who's going to be invited? And then they've laid out the plan for the next six months on what's going to happen. So they've already sent out a staff survey that we want as many staff to answer as possible to help understand our culture. They will be then interviewing every single county board supervisor. They'll be interviewing every single department head. Um, and then that will help them inform the work that they do with the board. And with the board, their whole their whole intention is to get the county board, again, that's 30 people from very different backgrounds to come to consensus on what the strategic plan should be. So it's really a big job, but they have it all laid out. It's it's pretty fascinating to watch. What's consensus mean? 16? Uh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> a majority. Three no, a consensus means it's something that everyone can live with. I mean, yeah. it's not perfect alignment, but it's... Yep, I can live with that. You can live with that. We can Mm -hmm. all live with that. So consensus is often like, we all love this. And that definitely is not what consensus is. 
Consensus is much different. When you talk about they're going to go and interview all the county board members, are they going to do that like April 5th? They're going to do it after. Yes, they are doing it before the the election. They'll be doing that after the election. Is this something that would be reoccurring every two years? Or because this county board would have a strategic plan and every two years we have 30 people up for election. So. So my what how I understand how a strategic plan would and could and should work is that the next board could look at it and tweak it. So they wouldn't necessarily right. start from square one, but you would look at it and say, are these still our priorities? Is there anything we should take off the list? Is there anything we should add on the list? And we could probably do a lot of that internally. Um, and it's possible they would also decide to hire somebody to update it. How far into the future do we think we need to plan or is this plan going to plan or do we not know that yet? I think this plan, if I remember, is a five-year plan. Oh, okay. Um, so, again, that doesn't mean it couldn't be tweaked before that, but it's, I think, a five-year plan. Okay, because some of the other ones, the ones just mentioned, like the, the school board or the lacrosse school district one is like decades, yeah. and the city of lacrosse's is also yeah. 2040, so whatever, I think, and they'll have to make a new one of those. Yeah. Do Does the county board not want to do that, something like that? I or the for, county, I should say. Yeah, for capital projects, we do that. So, yeah. oh, okay. for example, since you talked about roads, we have we have a plan for roads that goes out pretty much as far as you would want it to go. But roads change all the time. But we also have that for buildings and um, other, again, capital projects. Yeah. We don't have it as much for uh, the county board has not had a strategic plan in the past. So this will be the first one that I am aware of. Okay. Do you, Was there a debate on how far ahead that plan should be? I think it's hard to say a strategic plan should be like decades out because, again, things change, people change, okay. priorities change. Um, capital projects are different because it's concrete. Was I just not listening or what would be some good examples of something that w- – did you say this? I, f- I feel like maybe I just glossed over. No. Like here, here is the top five mm. – Like, is, and this isn't the top five list but or top three if it's easier yep. – of things that we need to prioritize in the next five years in a strategic plan. And then the county board – came to consensus. What I don't know. Do you have some good examples? Yes. Yeah, so for example, um, something the county board might want to spend a lot more time on is how are we more green or how are we more environmentally friendly? Or the county board could say, again, this is as consensus as the board. Uh, we want to focus more on roads. We want half of the tax levy to go towards roads. Um, they could, so it would be more about prioritizing what they think is important so that um, there are, there's a lot of money that comes into the county that we can't shift around. It comes in for a project and a purpose, and that's what we have to spend it on. But there's the tax levy that we have some ability to be flexible on. So if they all of a sudden decided they wanted to, again, repurpose something towards, you know, have they wanted to spend a lot more money on mental health, they could do that. So it's more about prioritizing where the money goes versus a capital project. Yeah. Um what other what other things could be on there like bike lanes? I'm just thinking as I'm riding yeah. in and it's 50 degrees out, I saw actual people using the bike track sure. that's outside the lacrosse yeah. center, and I always kind of laugh because nobody because the 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 uh, the comment sections always nobody ever uses that thing except cars that drive down this like there's a two lane yeah. bike track for people yeah. that don't know on Second Street here in downtown Lacrosse, and I think it's really cool. And if they just did that everywhere. Man, it would be so much easier for people on bikes. But like, is right. would that be a, a thing that goes? You know, as we're redoing the roads, also make them you know three feet wider for extra bike lane ness, yeah, or yes. ATV ness, right? Right. If we're that, doing the ATV, that's right. That could be it. Sure, that yeah. could be something that they would prioritize. That they could say we wanted to go towards bike lanes, or they could go toward guardrail, or it could go so toward whatever. How do we get to the priority list? Because 
man, you could just go like public survey or just like, it wouldn't even be a survey. It would just be like, Hey, public. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like you'd need to give some examples though, because uh, you know, getting a dairy queen over, you know, like yep. just something, I don't know, or a restaurant or a grocery. I, I feel like that would be, that could be on the list though. Like, Hey, we're a food desert here and it mm-hmm. would be great if you could entice some kind of grocery mm-hmm. store to come here or something like that. But I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe beyond what, what you you're just talking said about. something that reminded me economic development could be something the board would want to put more time and energy and money into. So Again, there's lots of different ideas for mm-hmm. them. So how it will work is that for um, there will probably be a component of public input, but also to start out with talking with the county board supervisors because they have their constituents. I think it's 4,000 people for each county board supervisor. Yeah. Um, so they are able to talk with their constituents, and hopefully they have a good handle on what the public think is important. And so then um, it's a matter of them bringing that to the table and – you know, 30 people talking about what the priorities are is going to be a lot of people. How does that go with county board members and talking to constituents? Because I can just be a county. Oh, I talked to my constituents and they said, and it's like three people. And you're like, well, three people had the mm-hmm. gumption enough to, mm-hmm. because I have, I have a friend that uh, when, when she found out that I think it was a city council. No, I think it was a county board member that represents a certain area. And they didn't know it was a special election. They didn't know. Like, well, how does this guy in the county board, like, votes for this person? It's not an election because someone Mm -hmm. stepped down. And I was like, well, you missed the whole process. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you could have any input there. But I'm like, well, there's, you know, in a couple months, you can run for county board if you want. Um, But but I guess, you know, like, again, this comes down to, like, how do you know, these county board members communicate with their constituents and then decide, you know, that's what they want. Well, did you talk to all 4,000 of them or even 50 of them? Yeah. I mean, that's up to, you know, this is, this This is is like, this this is is like government theory, the the messiness of democracy, right? right? So people, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say, I always do not know what's going on with city government. I live in the city of La Crosse. I don't always know what's going on there. I may not always be aware of what's happening. So part of it is you really have to be someone who pays attention and watches. And some people are very good about that. I would say one thing people could do would be to sign up for our newsletter because we put a lot of information in our newsletter about what's going on at the County. So that would be one way that someone could keep up with County government. Um, and I suppose every County board supervisor is different. You know, they each probably reach out in different ways, ask for people to give them information. I'm not exactly sure how each of them does that, but I'm sure they all do it differently. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. When we come back, uh, talk a little bit about the pathways home homeless project that the County and the city are working on. We just, I think we have some, maybe some vague dates. I don't think we have them set in stone <laughs> they, they are set in stone, but I don't think we could find them. And then the big thing I want to talk about is the citizens or civilian review board, or what I like to call the law enforcement review board. I'm just to rename it. Uh, when we come back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom in the studio with me, Jane Claycamp. She is the Lacrosse County Administrator. Um, have you? Is this a? Have you over a year? As the just a year. Just a year. Is this like the year anniversary? Like a, in the uh, last, last month? month right? January. Yeah. I missed it. I missed mm-hmm. it. Well, you, you don't get any accolades for that. That's okay. Um, okay, we're going to talk about the the city's Pathways Home Plan in a second, and the. Uh, civilian review board in a couple minutes. But before that, if the county could say to the state legislature, hey, you got $7 billion in budget surplus. Could you give us some? What would you use it for? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, we um, need this. If you just drop the check right now, this would really help us out. I, I'm just going to say because it's 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 finite. I mean, it, 
it doesn't always seem like it's finite, but roads is a good example of what roads and bridges would be a good example of what they could go towards. Um, and then I would say the other thing would be more uh, substance abuse treatment facilities, mental health facilities, mm-hmm. because it's hard to be able to find that. Um, can we find workers for that as easy as we can find really facilities? Good question. I don't, yeah. I mean, all of those are good Scholarships questions. Scholarships yeah, for yeah, people to get yeah, into that. Maybe, maybe. Daycare. That's, yeah. I mean, daycare is a huge issue right now. I don't know how that's going to get fixed. So that would be another thing I would lean towards. Um, I was talking to somebody about electric vehicles and they, if you have an electric vehicle or a hybrid, you pay like a, 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 a tax on it because you don't pay a gas tax. Yep. And you tell me if this would work because you have a road department, you have to fix the roads. And then, and they were, you know, I was like, why don't we just get rid of the gas tax and get rid of all of that and just pay to fix the roads? Like have it a giant state, surp- not a surplus, but a like piggy bank, right? Yeah. All the road funding goes into this thing. And then counties or whatever, would it be cities and counties, municipalities would take it out? Would Would that, would that work or would it be like, well, you want to fix County B and... You just like you're you're not going to there would be a priority list. And would it not work because I have no some idea. count would some counties take advantage of it? You know what? We want to build a new interstate. So, yep, um, I don't know. I mean, that it's an idea that would need more work. But yes, it, I mean, maybe. But I don't know. Instead of having just like you, you have this much money and this is how much money you have to work with to fix this yeah. many roads. Oh, we have the state piggy bank and it's full yeah. because we could just start with seven billion in budget surplus yeah maybe i feel like the, yeah. the state legislature if they want to get reelected just say hey we're going to use the budget <laughs> surplus to fix the roads because everyone complains about the roads i don't know everyone if that's true or not. i don't complain about roads ever <laughs> i just don't um all right so one other real th- real quick thing and i'm not going to pretend well, well let's stick, stick with roads um it hasn't snowed a lot this year yeah does the and i was actually thinking about this funny that uh this is on the notes package does the county save a bunch of money by not using salt? Yeah, or is sure. that a is that a dilemma because now in okay, so I have a hundred yard long driveway and I bought salt to because I have to salt my otherwise it goes up the bluff. Mm-hmm. And uh now it hasn't snowed since I bought the salt, and now I just have a big yeah. giant bucket of salt that's lo- yeah. literally gonna sit in my garage for probably yeah. a year unless it snows in April. Mm-hmm. Does the county have the same problem where we like do. gee damn it, we have a I don't know why I geed the yeah. in the uh, we have <laughs> we have this pile of salt here, and now what do we do with it? Yeah, well, we do have a pile of salt, but it sits in an enclosed area, so it doesn't hurt anything. We don't use that area it's for anything else. It's not in the way else. either? It's not okay. in the way, nope. And we use brine for so much now, so so the salt becomes brine. So that what's, yeah. that's what gets put on the road a lot now. So, yeah, I mean, if we use less this year, we just won't buy as much next year. Okay. So it just sits there. So did you save like a ton of money on no using salt this year, or is that just not really a thing? Well, we didn't save it this year. We might save it next year because we already bought oh, it for yeah, this yeah. year. Um, so I think we've used about 25% of the salt that we have. Okay. So, of course, it could snow a lot yet. It's only February. We have March and Yeah, April. this is wishful thinking. Yeah. Uh, so February 21st and mm-hmm. a 50-degree mm-hmm. day that yep. we're not going to get snow mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. We could get snow on a 50-degree day. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yes. So, um, yeah, we, we, save, we will save money somewhere along the way. Or or maybe uh, yeah I guess you can't use the salt for anything else. Don't right? want to. Like just, it's not good for the environment. So yeah. Well, that or like you know what if we all I have a, a water softener. <laughs> I just come and take a shovel full. Probably not a good use. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's probably just sitting and getting. Yeah, it's uh, probably it's a pro- lot dirtier. It's not just salt anymore. Yeah. Um, okay, so so there's that. All right. 
Um, Monica Cruz, the Lacrosse County Board Chair, and Mitch Reynolds, the Mayor of Lacrosse, put out kind of a public, and I'm gonna put it on the website after the show, but uh, like a public update on the what's called the Pathways Home. I always want to put project on there, but it's just called Pathways Home. And it's a project mm-hmm. to end homelessness in lacrosse. It's a five-year plan. Uh, and unveiled it a couple months ago or January, a month, month-ish ago. And after that, aside from this statement, we haven't really heard a lot about it. So yeah. is that in, in part of the, you know unveiling of it is we're going to be very open to the public. There's going to be stats. You're going to be able to see how the progress is going. And then it's like, well, okay, we're, we, we haven't heard anything really. (laughs) Yeah. So, so what's up? (laughs) It is. Yes. It it is really exciting. And obviously this is a big, big project. And so there are two dates to keep in mind. One is April. So on April 1st, we will have what's called a by name list. So believe it or not, for everybody who is unsheltered at this moment in time, we don't know who they are. Hmm. So there will be a list with everybody on it, their needs, so that we will know which place they would be best to go into. Okay, first of all, that sounds like you're just putting out a list of people that are homeless for all of us to see, but no, that's we won't not do it, that. right? No, right. no, no. It's that just, would just you, be for us. The yes. county has a yeah. list of people yeah. and their needs, yes. and you could tell us that you have it. Yes, we will not be sharing yeah, that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so what you're asking for probably isn't for a few months or longer yet. So then the second thing is that there's going to be, they're calling it a command center team and case conferencing so that those people on the list would then get talked about and decide who's the best case manager, where is their best ho- where, where's the best place for them to live. Um, Human Services is developing a specialized behavioral health unit for people who are unsheltered because this is going to be something new that we don't have a lot of experience with. So that's happening. And then we are having a, an outreach plan with the faith community because many people in the faith community are interested in doing something. So that's by April 1st. And then the second day to know is July 1st because that's when we're going to have what's um, being referred to as a dynamic data platform. So, again, as people come into the city. Did you say July 1st? July 1st. Oh, okay. As people come into the city, um, someone would make contact with them. If they need housing, they would go on that list. So then that would go back into that case conferencing. So we would know who's in the city. We would know where they're at. And then that is when the housing will start. So the goal is by, you know, the end of, I can't remember if it's 2020-something, um, we, we expect that everyone will be housed by the end of, I think, 2025, but we have it as a, as a, until 2029 that we will be working on Oh, really? On this. Yeah. But we oh, think so it's the five-year plan is going to be a one-year plan? We think it's going to be faster than that. Okay. But, I mean, lots thinking? of things. Well, maybe, maybe I'm I, being I guess, a wish, maybe bad? I'm being a Pollyanna. I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm going with it because it's, it seems like it's something that should happen sooner rather Okay. Than but while all that is happening, are we also looking for housing for these yep. people and how are, how, how are we doing that? There are a number of different committees that are working on this and one of them is the housing committee. So there's a group of people that are working on finding apartments or homes or in the community that uh, will be working with property owners to be able to rent. Okay. And then. Obviously, these people don't have; they probably can't afford housing. So, how does mm-hmm. is there a is there a plan there? Like, we have to pay the rent, right, or pay for housing? Yep. I know there was we have talked in the past about a couple of different ways to do that, yep. and I think this is the, like the gripe that everyone has, is like, yep. and the the misunderstanding that everyone has. If we just pay for their housing, the cost is cheaper than the way we're doing it now where they live unsheltered and the amount of resources we spend on those people that are outside cost more than the housing. Yeah. 
but what, how do we, how do we use that? You know, but there isn't a pot of money for housing or is yep. there now? I think that, um, this is, surplus. <laughs> I, I think we could, there you go. Right. Um, I think the city of La Crosse is handling that part of it. They are working on the financing part of it. And I think they're going to use some of their ARPA dollars for it. So uh, that's my understanding. I think what we also believe because of our experience is that some of the people that are currently unsheltered will be eligible for, um, SSI or SSDI or some other kind of entitlement program that would help pay for rent. So we think that there's a combination of things that, that, that will help pay for the rent in the mm-hmm. future. Again, I, uh, I put all of this on you when we do have homeless, homeless mm-hmm. coordinator and the County has somebody too, right? Is there a one, I don't know. We're like going to hire somebody. And oh, as okay. soon as we hire that, well, not as soon as, cause I'll they subject probably need them until lacrosse top. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when we are more ready, they will be much, much better and eloquent about talking about this than I am, but I know enough to be able to say just what I said. Um, and also you, t- you talked about hiring case managers or people mm-hmm. that are going to specialize in, mm-hmm. I don't know if case manager is case managers the we right way to that say word. that. Sure. Um, is it going to, is it hard to find those people? Because before that, a couple of minutes before that, you talked about mm-hmm. if we use the budget surplus on some mental health, Yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, those would be more general. I think uh, like, this is the thing that that's like a reoccurring theme with everybody I talk sure. to is, and I think tomorrow I'm having a, a candidate for judge on, and I think she'll probably bring up mental health, but mm-hmm. like, hello, <laughs> maybe yep. we use the budget surplus on not roads, but mental health. Yeah. So this is something, these are existing staff. So it's just okay. going to be staff that we already have that are going to be switched over to work specifically with people who are unsheltered. So it's already staff okay. that are working. So yeah, that's always an issue, but we think that we have that managed. Is this one of them things where this, those staff members are like, oh, so you're just giving me two jobs now or, or do we lose people? No. That they were doing something more, not more important? Nope. No. I mean, I think what happens is that uh, the funding, so the, the, the work that the program that the people that are going to do this work is called uh, Comprehensive Community Services. It's a state-funded program that anytime you have a certain number of people who need the service, you can hire another social worker. Mm -hmm. So we have existing staff, and then as people come in, we would be able to hire more staff. Okay. 608-785-7914. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Civilian Review Board with La Crosse County Administrator Jane Claycamp. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom in the studio with me, Jane Claycamp, the Lacrosse County Administrator. We're talking. Uh, we're just going to end the show here, talking about the Civilian Review Board that was approved by the County Board last week, uh, and it's like an ongoing two-year thing. We've been talking about. We've been reviewing a review board for two years. We finally have a name, and now we have to find names, right, to be on it. Is, yeah. is the next step like, hey, who, what, who in the community wants to be on the review board? Yep. So what happened was the county board um, made the resolution so that the Criminal Justice Management Council, which has been around for a long time, will be the committee that will decide what the applications look like. Um, They'll figure out how to review the applications, how to interview for the applications, and then we'll make a recommendation to the county board chair about who should be on the civilian review board. So there's five, five to seven people, five to seven. It could be more. So we'll, we'll see how that how that all pans out. But yeah, that's, yeah, I guess if you had 50 people apply and you had like, wow, there's like 10 people on here that are really yep. good. Then we'll have to make it a 10 person. Would you have to go through 
<laughs> I think it depends. So I, I think Look, I'm getting it, way ahead of yeah, myself. What is, is the Civilian yeah. Review Board, Jane? So the Civilian Review Board, <laughs> as it stands right now, is going to be a group of people that will hear concerns and complaints from citizens. Any citizen that um, believes that they had a interaction with law enforcement that wasn't up to par, they can make contact with someone and they can report that. Uh, some of the details that need to be worked out is how do those complaints come in? Who's the reviewer? Who listens to it? Is it an official board or is it an individual who's on the civilian review board who listens to the person? So those Mm -hmm. details have to be um, laid out, but it was never intended, not from day one, never intended to be an oversight or any kind of, you know, tell anybody what to do. It's much more of a uh, having people have the opportunity to be heard and listened and to be treated fairly. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, um, I guess if people are uncomfortable going to the police with their complaints about the police, which, you know, this is, it's kind of like HR, isn't it a little it bit? It is if, like HR. If, you're, if I work for the county and I'm pissed at you because you said a thing to me, yep. I'm not going to go complain to you about it because it's that's not going to make you. That <laughs> you is know. right. Yes. And I hear that regularly that people, you know, and I am that like, people are pissed at I you? work at, yeah, that people are pissed <laughs> at me. I hear that, but at working at the county, people are worried about reporting something. Not necess- I'm not talking law enforcement. I'm just talking about anything mm-hmm. because they're worried there would be repercussions. So just think that's just generally people feel like that. So then if you add on there, someone who you're worried might have, you know, a weapon or do something, it's a whole different thing. And I'm not saying anybody who's a law enforcement officer would do that, but that doesn't mean people don't have that fear. And that that fear is, is, is historic. Someone has an uncle or an aunt or a mom or a dad that something did happen to. So it's not that far in the past that people had experiences like this. So we really just want to take this one step at a time. We do not want to damage any relationships with any of our community partners, our law enforcement partners, our you know public. We want to keep all of that. So we're going we're gonna to do a good job, and it's well, going to be fine. Tell, this might be unfair, but can I quiz you a little bit about how this came to be over two years. And I'm, I know you're not going to, we've, we spent 50 public hearings on this, but uh, over two years, we've had a lot of public hearings about this and a lot of law enforcement have been involved in this mm-hmm. and law enforcement judges, D- DAs, right? Like yeah. it's, it's been pretty Im- immersive, right? With yeah. every kind of uh, faculty that, that that's going to be affected, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that the study committee on policing really tried to have as many people come in as possible so they could better understand what the concerns are, what the concerns of law enforcement are, what the concerns of citizens are. Um, so I think that they really tried to listen here and then their recommendations were uh, made in a way that is within the rules and guidelines because, again, to have an oversight committee is a completely different thing than what we're doing. Mm-hmm. An oversight committee would mean that they could actually do something. This is really more of a way for people to report um, concerns that they have. All right. So, this again, nitty-gritty. Is there going to be like a leader of this like a like a chair? I'm assuming there will be a chair so. of some okay. sort. But again, some of the, those details haven't been ironed yeah. out. But I can, I can make that assumption that something like that what's, will happen. What's interesting, too, is I think, okay, we could have this board and literally they could do nothing. Correct. Be, not that they don't do anything, but nobody comes to them with anything, right? That is true. And I think part of the problem, or not problem, probably the dilemma will be to, hey, we have this board. If If you have a situation where you want to talk to us about it. Um, and then also just, you know, like, what do they do? I don't know if you have those details worked out. Now they get a thing. Somebody complains about the police for mm-hmm. a thing. I have, I'm not going to be able to come up with a great example off the top of my head, but then what's, what's the next step? And that's probably part of this process now, or have we figured that out yet? That all also has not been figured yeah. out yet. So part of it is that I think the board that is chosen will help figure that out. So 
part of it might be if the thing is uh, the person wants it to be reported, then it might be reported. If the person does not want it to be reported, then it might not be reported. No matter what, we're going to be keeping some data on what the reports are for, even if someone doesn't want it to be reported to the law enforcement agency. We still want to keep track of it. So if we get... You know, a hundred. You know, a hundred reports on you know an imaginary police department somewhere. We would want to know that. I mean, and, and then we can share that. Whether or not that, how that becomes yeah. public, none of that has been detailed yet. But we'll we'll be able to figure that out. Is there, is, are there hoops to jump through to keep like reporting anonymous because mm-hmm. it's public record and it's a committee and I don't know. Like yep. somebody complains, but hey, I don't want to. I don't, I just, yep. <laughs> just spitball on here. Yep. No, that is, that is something that has been talked about a lot, how we could be able, if there, what is a way that we could have people report anonymously if they wanted yeah, to? Because kind of the whole point of the civilian review board is to be anonymous because I'm in a way, because I'm, I don't want law enforcement to know that I'm complaining about them, but yep. also then they couldn't be bad actors too. That's right. This is, this is the double-edged sword, right? Is that we want people to feel safe in reporting. We also want to be able to share what's being reported and yet we don't want people to feel unsafe. So that's the stuff that that's kind of the nitty gritty of it all that Mm -hmm. has to be figured out. And again, I am confident we can do it. It's just going to take us a minute to do it. Yeah. And it's already taken two years and I think they did it in Madison. It took them a couple of years to, to kind of figure it out. And I don't know how much you, you look at other review boards, but is there a timeline as to pose as like when this would come online or I don't think I'm, I know that yet. I might know it next month when I talk to you, okay. but I don't know yet. Cuz but, but there but there doesn't have to be either. I mean, we've already spent the 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 longer it takes maybe the better because then we were we're just working out the details into right. a way that yep. where if there's a hiccup and no we've already thought of that so yep. and the city of Madison's has not gone smoothly if you read anything about theirs it is still very bumpy and yeah. that's just a citizen oversight committee over one police department. We are talking about something for the entire county. And so that that's the challenge, right? It's different. It doesn't get, this is not something that's done very often ever maybe. So we need a minute. Yeah. And then I guess then you have to inform all the law enforcement agencies. Although we've been doing this for two years with public meetings, I feel like they all should know a little bit that this is happening, Um, but then you need to go, okay, here's, here's the plan. And then, you know, and then how much input do you get from them as you're you're hashing all these things yep. out too? Yep. Not complicated at all. Nope. Um, that's Jane Claycamp, the La Crosse County Administrator. Thanks, Jane. Thank you. And we'll do it again tomorrow. We're talking with Candace Tolestash, uh, running for judge in the in the county here.